You're listening to the Party in My Plants podcast, and you're about to hear about the six kitchen tools I can't plant party without, i.e. the six things to keep in your kitchen that'll make healthy eating a whole lot less hellish. Welcome to the Party in My Plants podcast, where I make healthy living as fun as a party so you'll, you know, actually want to do it and then actually feel, look, and live your best. I'm your host, Talia Pollock. Now let's get this party started. While we're on the topic of making healthy eating a whole lot less hellish, although that's what we're always on the topic of here on the Party My Plants podcast, one of my favorite essential non-healthy healthy staples, as you probably know by now, is Amazing Grass Greens Powder. And I am so excited that Amazing Grass is sponsoring this podcast episode. I truly, honestly, wholeheartedly adore Amazing Grass's amazing grasses, which I'm sure you're well aware of if you follow me on Instagram. Their green superfood powders are an insanely tasty blend of nutritious greens, phytonutrient-packed fruits, veggies, grasses, digestive enzymes, and probiotics that I can't and I don't want to live without. And it just so happens that one of the kitchen tools I'm going to outline in today's episode is the vehicle through which I enjoy amazing grass. Amazing. To make Amazing Grass even more amazing, they're offering Party in My Plants podcast listeners 40% off. Yes, 40%, not just some measly 10%, 40% off. That's almost half off your Amazing Grass order. If you go to their website, amazinggrass.com, and use coupon code PLANTPARTY40 at checkout. That's PLANTPARTY40 at checkout on amazinggrass.com. And all that info is also linked in the show notes at partyinmyplants.com slash 126. Hi, I'm in the midst of prepping for my 85-ish recipe cookbook photo shoot that's going down in my small Brooklyn apartment over the next two weeks. If you didn't know that I'm writing a book, well, then yeah, I'm writing a book to help you party in your plants. Think me getting my book deal was a piece of gluten-free, refined, sugar-free, dairy-free, egg-free cake? Mm, how about no? Actually, you can hear the roller coaster ride that was the many years that went into signing a dream book deal in episode number 85. But since I'm knee-deep in almond butter prepping for this massive production that's about to take over my home, for which we've had to rearrange our living room to accommodate a bonus fridge to store all the plants used to cook 85-ish recipes— I wanted to rebroadcast an oldie but grady and mega relevant to my photo shoot episode. This one is all about the six things to keep in your kitchen that'll make healthy eating a lot less helly. Okay, so I totally understand that it might not be your instinct to buy a ton of kitchen gadgets. I mean, just thinking about the hair straightener you splurged on but never used can make you cringe. Or for you gentlemen, that five-in-one manscaper. You might be reluctant to trade your time for money and then trade that money for some kitchen tools. I get it. But I also get how daunting it can feel to be like, sure, let me just whip up a healthy dinner and then look down at your bare hands and an onion wondering what to do next. So I wanted to share with you six beyond the basics kitchen tools that in my plant party experience are must-haves if you want to have healthy meals easily coming out of your kitchen and into your mouth. 
for me, these six things that are outside the obvious pots, pans, cutting board, measuring cups, bowls, you know, that I lay out in my extensive party in your kitchen guide, which I've linked to in the show notes at partyinmyplants.com slash 126. These six things are absolutely non-negotiables in my kitchen, the way that a toothbrush is non-negotiable in your bathroom, or a bed is a non-negotiable in your bedroom, or a TV is a non-negotiable in your living room, because as Joey says in Friends, what else would all your furniture be pointed at? Number one is a blender. It is absolutely essential, essential for you to get a high-speed blender into your kitchen ASAP. Even if this means pressing pause on your Hulu and Netflix subscriptions, I'm sure you have a friend's login info anyway, or not buying those rad new sneakers to add to your sneaker collection, or skipping a few monthly pedicures in order to afford a blender, you've got to seriously prioritize getting your mitts on a great blender. I think at this point, I'd be more upset if you took away my blender than if you took away my boyfriend. Oh, crap. Don't tell him I just said that. I'm just kidding. But seriously, if you want healthy eating to happen in your kitchen, not having a blender makes it not really possible or at least much less enjoyable. In a blender, you can, of course, make smoothies once, twice, or even thrice a day, as I sometimes do. Okay, that's not true. I never make three smoothies in a day. Like, no. I'm the, no. Okay. Twice really max for me, but hey, you do you. You can also pure away soups. You can whip up mouth-watering desserts and sauces. You can creamify puddings. And of course, in a blender, you can produce plant party healthy cocktails. So, Are you wondering which blender you should get? Well, let's talk about blenders for a sec. When I was little, I never saw my mom use a blender. We had one, but I literally can't recall my mom ever turning it on, and she cooked a lot. When I got into the double digits, I soon discovered that said blender was perfect for strawberry milkshakes. I vividly remember and can still mentally taste my concoction of skim milk, Breyers vanilla bean ice cream, and Hershey's strawberry syrup, plus a few ice cubes. I drank this stuff like it was liquid pink-colored gold, which in reality was liquid pink-colored crap. When I got into my late teens, I learned that blenders were those things that people used to make those sweet cocktails. I had been to Mexico with some friends when we turned their drinking age of 18 and drank every blended drink they sold. When my friends and I got back from Mexico, we went on a full-blown margarita kick, blending up good old Walmart-bought margarita mixes with tequila. When I went to college, blending became a thing of the past. A blender was such a mom thing that I only used at home because my mom had one there. It wasn't until I was a junior in college and I did my semester, quote-unquote, abroad in L.A. I was there to work in TV, but I pretty much fell in love with smoothies instead. You know about my life-changing smoothie story, right? Well, if not, go back and listen to episode number zero. That's not really a number. It's kind of a number. Episode zero. (laughs) I learned in California that people were doing the craziest things with their blenders. They were throwing fruits and veggies in them and nuts and seeds and making these nasty-looking beverages that sneakily tasted incredible and didn't leave me feeling the opposite. I was blown away. I became addicted. I fell in love. I felt amazing. I looked even better. I jumped headfirst enthusiastically onto the smoothie party bus. Donk, honk. 
I noticed that the only blender all the smoothie places were using was the same blender that all the smoothie cookbooks were recommending, the Vitamix. So when my time in LA came to an end and I came back to my side of the country, I didn't even think twice. I bolted straight to my sock drawer, took out $400 cash that I had saved up from all my jobs throughout high school and college, working at Cold Stone Creamery and a local pizza joint, ironically, and I bought myself a Vitamix the BMW of blenders, the ultimate driving machine. I mean, ultimate blending machine. It's hard to put into words my relationship with my Vitamix. I guess I'd have to say that she became my best friend, my soulmate, my other half. I use my Vitamix daily, at least once. And every time I threw my fruits, greens, nuts, seeds, coconut, liquid powders, and superfoods into her, she'd provide me with health in a glass, which I don't think I could have gulped down any quicker. Vitamix, with her high-powered engine and her blaring, terrible sound, changed my life. Smoothies are really what fixed everything for me. They altered my taste buds so that I started preferring the taste of healthy foods over crappy foods. They changed my body so that I actually started craving healthy foods instead of crappy foods. They changed my appearance so it became clear by my weight loss, glowing skin, and insane amount of energy that I was thriving on healthy foods instead of crappy foods. I can honestly attribute my current health and happiness to the crazy concoctions that came out of my blender. Because without them, I wouldn't have been stuffing loads of plants into my body otherwise. So fast forward to a few years ago, living in New York City, my first apartment here in the city was literally, and I am not exaggerating, 85 square feet. Do you have any idea how small that is? My apartment was so small that I could literally brush my teeth, make my bed, and wash some dishes all without picking up my pivot foot. (laughs) I had rugs in my home growing up that are bigger than my entire first apartment. So since I obviously didn't have room even for a bed frame, it felt like my Vitamix took up half the apartment. This was about the time that I started hearing about the Nutribullet a much smaller yet still high-speed blender promoted by a hippie vegan dude whose nickname is Avocado. I remember ordering it feeling like I was cheating on my Vitamix. I told Nellie, that's my Vitamix, Nellie, this is only temporary, as I stuffed her into a cabinet under my sink. Eight years later, Nellie still spends much of her time there. My Nutribullet became my new bestie. She can literally come with me everywhere. I take her when I travel anywhere longer than five days. She's that small that she can fit in my suitcase. She's no BMW, but she's a Nissan, built for the human race. Or a Subaru, driven by what's inside. Or maybe she's a Volvo, for life. So what high-speed blender is right for you? Well, you can't go wrong with the Vitamix, the BMW of blenders. Unless you're tight on funds and you spend all your rent money on the blender, then I could name a few things that could go wrong. So if paying rent or buying your dog his food is more worth the money for you right now, then getting a Nutribullet would be a brilliant way to go. Ultimately, listen, I don't care which blender you choose, but I do care that you put a high-speed blender on your counter immediately. Okay, kitchen tool number two is a food processor. Wait, WTF, isn't that the same as a blender? Um, yes, and no, not really, okay, not at all. What differentiates a food processor from a blender is the blade. 
A processor's blade is designed for chopping, and a blender's blade is designed for, well, blending. A blender's job is to do nothing more than make whatever you put into it super creamy. It literally blends it all together into one big liquid. A food processor, on the other hand, has the job of processing the food. Okay, that is the worst possible name for it because we all know that processed food is super unhealthy and should be avoided at almost all costs. A better name for the food processor, in my opinion, would be a food crusher and combiner because it's really the boss at crushing and combining your food. That's why it's used to make pestos, snack balls, granolas, salsas, hummai, multiple types of hummus, almond butter, batters for things like black bean brownies and chickpea blondies, smoothie bowls, and banana ice cream. I personally way prefer to make my nanner ice creams in a food processor over a blender. Unlike a blender, a food processor, I mean a food crusher and combiner, doesn't need a liquid to get the party started. That's why it can literally turn peanuts into peanut butter without anything other than peanuts. I actually have a wonderful recipe for peanut butter linked in the show notes at partymyplants.com slash 26. Honestly, you can make do with even just a mini food processor, which takes up less space in your kitchen and requires less funds taken from your bank account. If your whole recipe can't fit into your mini food processor, you can always just mix the ingredients into a bowl and then split the processing into two or even three rounds. Or you can just get a large food processor. Totally up to you, but there's no chance I could plant party as hard as I do without my food processor. Tool number three is a citrus juicer. A citrus juicer is actually a kitchen tool that can be an heirloom. And I say that just because I use my grandmother's. While there are a few ways to extract the juicy goodness from lemons, like using an actual electric juicer, a handheld reamer, one of those awkward squeezer things that you put in the lemon in that I guarantee you'll hold backwards, or simply your hands and a fork, my all-time favorite is the citrus juicer glass reamer. I've linked to it in the show notes at partyofmyplants.com slash 26. To use one of those beloved gadgets that I'm talking about, all you do is cut open your lemon, press it juicy side down against the pointy part, and push, turn, and squeeze until the juice is no longer in your lemon. Then you can add this fresh, alkalizing, cleansing, immune-boosting, health-saving, superfood-like lemon juice to recipes galore, like drinks, sauces, dressings, baked goods, or just right into water, which has 11 and a half amazing health benefits, which you can read all about on partyinmyplants.com slash 26. The fourth kitchen tool I want to talk about today is knives. I guess our knives is the proper grammar for that one. Okay, almost everything that you'll do in the kitchen starts with some chopping, some cutting, mincing, or dicing of something or other, right? You'll cut fruit and veggies to blend or juice or just eat. You'll dice veggies to throw into salads or roast for dinner or a saute for a soup. You'll mince garlic and ginger to throw into smoothies, sauces, or stews. You'll chop nuts to throw on oatmeal and then chop a banana to throw on too. Well, nobody especially not me, is asking or expecting you to have top chef caliber knife skills. I mean, I certainly don't. It'll be best for you to get a legit good chef's knife, i.e. one of those big murder weapon looking knives, <laughs> which happens to be the number one kitchen tool both Terry Walters in episode seven and Lauren Kretzer in episode three credited as their must-have kitchen tools. So 
I think we're on to something. You'll also want a sharp paring knife, which is just those little knives that like fishermen seem to carry around a lot that could just fit into your back pocket. Trust me, you'll use both knives a lot, like every time you make anything. Not to use the same analogy as a blender, but yeah, buying a knife is also like buying a car. Womp womp. But really in the way just of the test drive. Don't just willy-nilly buy a knife from Amazon, okay? Go to a knife-selling store like Williams-Sonoma or Sur La Table or Table or Table, I don't know, or any other place that sells $60 ramekins and just test drive some knives. I mean test slice some knives. And then you can buy it on Amazon if you want. I've linked to Lauren and Terry's and my own favorite knives in the show notes at partyinmyplants.com slash 26. But much like a haircut, you got to try what's right for you. The Rachel doesn't look good on just everyone. Kitchen tool number five is a steamer basket. Okay. Yeah, this one sounds a little grandma, I know, and there's nothing sexy whatsoever about a steamer basket, but kind of like totally unsexy Spanx, a steamer basket is a lifesaver and can actually potentially help you not need your Spanx anymore. Essentially, a steamer basket is an inexpensive little basket that you just pop into a pot that allows you to steam your plants, which can be an amazing way to enjoy your plants oil-free if you're concerned about oil. It's also great for making broccoli, cauliflowers, squashes, and greens edible without tending to the stove. It's also fab for softening plants that you then want to puree into a soup or a sauce, like I do with butternut squash for my mac and cheese sauce, which I've linked to in the show notes at partyinmyplants.com slash 26. To use a steamer basket, you just open it up and put it in a pot. You then add some water to the pot, enough so it's just about coming through the top of the basket. Often, if you're like me, you'll add way too much and then you'll have to pour some of the water out to get to the optimal amount every single time. Then you'll turn the stove onto high heat, cover it, and once you hear the water boiling and you see steam actually wafting up through the holes in the steamer basket, you add your veggie, secure the lid on the pot, and let the steam soften that veggie and marvel at the wonder that is the totally inexpensive grandma-ass steamer basket that you're so happy you listen to Talia of PartyManPlants.com and add it to your kitchen tools. Tool number six is a shaker cup. <sighs> If I were stranded on a deserted island with one thing, it would be my iPhone with service so I could call for help and browse Instagram while I waited to be rescued. But if I had two things, the second one would absolutely be my shaker cup. What's a shaker cup? Okay, one, it's a portable drinking device that, because of the metal ball that lives inside of it, can combine powders with liquids using a shaking motion. Two, I would say it's a brilliant replacement for a blender in a pinch. Kind of like a substitute teacher. It's not as effective as the real thing, but it gets the job done. Three, I would describe it as the most underrated, overly awesome, healthy eating tool that you can add to your kitchen for about the cost of a dairy-free vegetarian Chipotle burrito bowl. And four, I gotta say, a shaker cup, it's my security blanket. So why should everyone, including you, your grandma, your dentist, your mechanic, have a shaker cup? Because a shaker cup is what allows you, me, all of us to enjoy incredibly healthy beverages on the fly, literally even when you're flying on an airplane. Keeping a shaker cup in your home and with you at all time is an ideal way to get some extra good nutrition into your system no matter what. 
And even more than just getting in good nutrition, the beverages that you can shake up in your shaker cup can be strategic. They can provide energy if you need it. They can help you recover from a workout. They can keep your digestion in good order. Or they can get you drunk. (laughs) There are many different directions you can clearly sip yourself to. I have a whole PDF guide about what to mix into a shaker cup that you can get for free on partymyplants.com slash 26. But here's a little sneak peek of my favorite seven strategic sips. The first one is a makeshift green juice. By mixing up a packet or a scoop of Amazing Grass Greens Powder, which you can get 40% off if you go to AmazingGrass.com and use coupon code PLANTPARTY40, which is really just dehydrated green juice, you can mix that with 8 to 10 ounces of coconut water or water water, and you can have a juicer and pulp-free green juice and just a few good shakes. You can also, in a shaker cup, make an impromptu protein shake. You can make an iced matcha latte. You can make my amazing apple cider vinegar morning metabolism rever upper. You can make a great pre-workout pumper upper. You can make a protein hot chocolate. And of course, you can make some healthy cocktails. Essentially, without dirtying a blender, buying a juicer, or running out to a fancy coffee house, you can make green juices, matcha lattes, healthy cocktails, and protein shakes all with just a few cha-cha-chas. That's the noise of when you shake it. So those are the six sickest kitchen tools I can't plant party without. I've linked to all of them in the show notes at partyinmyplants.com slash 26 for you to check out. Oh, wait, wait, what do I have here? Two bonus kitchen tools? You bet I do. And you bet that wasn't planned at all. (laughs) Bonus number one is a spiralizer. I 100% understand how weird this device looks and sounds and seems. A spiralizer is pretty weird. I mean, it's, it's pretty weird. But it's one of those weird things that I encourage you to not resist, like selfie sticks or black bean brownies. The spiralizer was born to help create those wacky garnishes that are typically seen on Asian dishes in restaurants. I guess somewhere along the way, someone decided that in bulk, these veggie noodles were cool enough to replace a bowl of pasta, and so the zoodle was born. Zoodle? Okay. Zucchini plus a noodle. Zucchini noodle. Zoodle. I have a whole video tutorial on how to make zoodles linked at partyinmyplants.com slash 26. And I recorded a whole amazing podcast episode with the most expert spiralist I know, Ali Mafucci of Inspiralize.com, which is a whole website dedicated to spiralizer recipes, which is episode number two. So definitely go back and listen to that if you're interested. So you can spiralize zucchini into pasta noodles. You can turn sweet potatoes into noodles and saute them. And I am personally obsessed with turning apples into apple pasta and just eating it with a fork. A spiralizer is the only effective way to really turn fruits and veggies into frutals, vrutals, and zoodles. And thank the noodle god because buying a spiralizer isn't going to set you back. It's only like $30 to $40. So like a basic pedicure? Get one stat. I, I mean a spiralizer, not a pedicure. Bonus awesome plant party tool number two is a waffle iron. I'm genuinely surprised with how often I use my waffle iron. But if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I use it pretty much daily. I got so obsessed with protein pancakes to the point where I started eating them every day. And since I did make them every single day, I quickly got bored of the shape and texture of pancakes. First world plant protein pancake problems. I know. 
But I started to keep myself on my toes by making waffles a ton. Lo and behold, I realized waffles were so much quicker, so much easier, and so much mindlesslier than making pancakes. There was no waiting, no peeking, no flipping, yada, 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 like pancakes. You just open the waffle iron, pour the batter in, wait till the green light says, go eat. So I really only make waffles now. Also, waffles look super impressive if you're trying to impress a special brunch guest or just your own Instagram feed, if you're into that kind of thing. So thank you so much for listening to the Party in My Plants podcast. I hope it's been mega helpful hearing about these six, well, eight kitchen tools that in my many years of healthy eating experience are must-haves if you want to have healthy meals easily coming out of your kitchen quickly and frequently. And if you must have greens coming into your mouth easily, quickly, and frequently, you know that Amazing Grass is my jam. And it can be yours too since they're generously offering Party in My Plants listeners 40% off any orders placed on AmazingGrass.com. Just use coupon code PLANTPARTY40 and get your greens on. You'd be happy having any and all of their superfood greens powders grace your lips. But my personal faves are their watermelon-flavored energy and their pineapple-lemon grass multivitamin. Oh, and I love their tangerine immunity too, which is perfect to drink instead of that airborne stuff that my boyfriend's always trying to get me to drink when I got sniffles. Do you know someone who might benefit from hearing this episode? If so, please share it with them. And for the link to my Party in Your Kitchen guide, the seven shaker cup recipes, and all the other non-sucky healthy stuff I mentioned in this episode, hop over to partyinmyplants.com slash 126.